Welcome to Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs, where business expert and success coach Kelsey Matheson teaches you how to massively grow your business, navigate the mind drama that's holding you back, make more money, and acquire the skills and confidence to become unstoppable. Hello, and welcome to Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs. I'm Kelsey Matheson, and this is episode number 65. And this is part two, part two of the awesome interview and conversation that I had with some amazing women, some amazing coaches that I had the pleasure of graduating with at the Life Coach School. We were in the same graduating class, and we've all been coaches or certified coaches, at least with the Life Coach School, for over a year now. And Ava is a Spanish life coach who, after readjusting her, you know, her niche and her business, she now works with women, helping them grow their self-confidence and really find themselves. And Lindsay is a marriage and relationship coach specializing in helping couples deal with infidelity and porn addiction. Jen is a faith-based coach who helps men and women deal with divorce and is the host of the Joy in the Journey podcast. And Robin is the owner of Ruby Red Intuitive Health, which is a space where she helps women recover from past diet trauma, rebuild and reclaim their health on their own terms. So these women are unstoppable. They are amazing. I'm so grateful that we all um, were able to graduate LCS together and we've stayed so close. And in this episode, we're going to talk about all the lessons that we've learned, you know, in our first year as being certified coaches with LCS. We're going to talk about advice, advice that we have for new entrepreneurs who are stepping in to this arena. And also we're going to talk about that journey that we go through as entrepreneurs, as coaches from when we first get certified and to, you know, to, to where we are today. So enjoy part two of this awesome conversation with these amazing women. What do you think was the biggest lesson for you for like kind of like starting off and you felt like you started off strong and then all of a sudden there was a bit of a dip, like as an entrepreneur knowing moving forward and let's say like as a new coach, what kind of advice would you have? Like, what do you think that were the biggest lessons for you in that? Actually, something I learned after I started and I just kind of jumped into all the things that I thought, this is what coaches do. This is what successful coaches do. They have an email list. They're on social media, all platforms, and they have a podcast. You know, I just sort of told myself these things and I tried to do all of that really quickly right away. And I feel like something Brooke Castillo teaches is B minus work gets the job done, get it out there. And so I was like going with that. And I feel like I was probably doing C minus work because I was really spreading myself thin. And something that I learned later, I don't remember. I don't know if it was Stacey Bayman or someone in one of their training programs taught, pick one thing, one thing, an email list or a podcast or one social media platform and work on that until you're comfortable and consistent and you feel like, okay, I've got some traction here and it's growing. And then add another thing. And then add another thing. And I think that's really good advice that I would give to someone else because I didn't do that. And I didn't stop doing anything because I'm kind of like that. I like, I'm gritty and I'm determined. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to do all these things. But I did kind of step back and figure out, okay, let me focus on this one right now. 
and really improve this and get it better. So it's at least B minus before it's going out the door. And so I, I sort of did that with my kind of step back and pause for a little bit. And I, it gave me an opportunity to kind of refocus and work on one thing at a time. And I think that's a better way to go. Yeah, I think that's great. It's great advice. And I think where focus goes, energy flows. So if you are focused in this one area, you can really build that up, get the consistency, get it to a point where it's just in flow, it feels effortless. And then now you can add, you have the capacity to add something else into your business. So I think that's, that's great. Robin, how about you? What would you say was maybe the biggest challenge you've experienced over the last year and the biggest lesson that came with that challenge? I would say the the biggest challenge, actually, I know exactly what it is. (laughs) Another coach had said to me, you're in the business of engaging with people. And that's, I didn't quite understand the level of marketing that was going to be involved. Like I thought, you know, just a couple of posts on social media <laughs> and it'll be fine. But there's so much more to it than that. Like, but yes, and you have to be consistent with the social media too. I think I had mentioned that in your mastermind recently that I was just, ah, it's just alg- algorithm hogwash. But then I actually got a notification because I've recently started amping up my social media game. And I got a notification from Facebook saying, you've received, I don't even remember what it was called, advanced visibility or something. Yeah, they recognized that you were consistent and that you were your visibility had and outreach had expanded. Exactly. So they started pushing my stuff out to more people because I was being consistent. I was like, oh, damn, all these people were right. <laughs> I should have been listening. So I think for me, that was the biggest challenge is that because as an introvert, I am not used to having to being the person who initiates the engagement, who initiates the relationship or the conversation, right? So for me personally, that has been my biggest learning curve was just becoming the person who, like I've just always been, I'm available. I, if you need something, come to me and I will help you. Whereas now I have to go out there and say, let me help you. This is how I can help you as opposed to just waiting for them to come to me. So yeah, I would say for me that was, and I think transferring to completely online was really what made that kind of click for me because when I had the studio, I could kind of just rely on the people who just Google Alistair Yoga and then my studio comes up and whereas I can't rely on that anymore. So it's just, a, it's it's the marketing piece that threw me for a bit of a loop. You're like, I, wait, I got certified in life coaching. I didn't get certified in marketing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. What helps you to navigate all the parts about being an entrepreneur? We get certified as life coaches, or we get certified as fitness and health, you know, professionals, or we get certified as yoga teachers, right? You're also a yoga teacher. Not all of us have our, M, you know, MBA. So how do you find like, what helps you to navigate that stepping into entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur and putting your entrepreneur hat on? What helps me is, is number one, reminding myself why I'm doing it, reminding myself of the people that I'm here to help the people I'm here to serve. So that always helps me. And really letting go of that whole dollar for hour perspective that a Mm -hmm. lot of us tend to hold because you got to put in a lot of work before you get paid. And that work is valuable and so worth it. And the more heart you put behind it, the sooner you will get paid. (laughs) Right. Um, But and it's just being determined and consistent and not giving up because there was a lot of times this year where I could have just given up. It's like, okay, I just go back to, you know, in my previous life, I was an accountant, right? So it's like, 
I could just go get an accounting job and, you know, make a good money that way and just, you know, let all this go. But what keeps me here is the people, my clients, the people I'm here to help, as opposed to just keeping track of someone else's numbers. I get to keep track of my numbers and keep track of my people and help them out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're, you're crushing it. You're doing it. Facebook says so apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I can see, I mean, I, you know, you ladies are in my mastermind too. So I can see the, the work that you're doing, the energy, the focus. It's, it's great. It's, it's all working. It's all coming together, even if it doesn't feel like it is sometimes, some days, right? <laughs> Ava, how about you? When, how, what would you say was your biggest challenge or your biggest lesson from last year? I agree with Robin. <laughs> the that marketing my, the marketing and everything that to build a business you need to know many different things so that was my biggest challenge but I agree as well that when you think in your clients people that you can help is very important it's what makes you continue and continue and continue learn many many different things that you cannot imagine when you start well, and it's interesting because they did have a portion of our certification that was focused on business. But I mean, just kind of like when I went through my yoga certification, they, there was this, you know, they, the business of yoga was a part of my certification. But you really don't know it until you're in it, running your business, making all the mistakes. And like, you're like trying to figure it out. Like Lindsay said, she was like, I'm going to get certified. And then all the people are going to be there. And then it's like, oh, shit, but I have a, a website and, oh, I have to do this and, oh, I have to put myself out there and, oh, I have to tell people this is what I do and this is who I help and this is how I help them. That's that whole thing of putting yourself out there. What do you think, Lindsay, you, when you started that you're like, oh man, I wish, because you, you were an entrepreneur already. You already had a business, right? You, you're an interior designer. But as a coach being, starting your business, what do you know now that you didn't when we first got certified that you were like, oh. <laughs> This is a whole thing. <laughs> the thing is, is that like before when I was an interior designer, I had just had referrals. So it was like by word of mouth and I had never really done marketing. So marketing and building my website and stuff has been a learning curve for me. But also like I'm working on trying to get a podcast and an email list. And it's just like what Jen was saying. It's like picking one thing at a time and and building on that. I didn't have an email list before. I didn't have a podcast before. So just figuring those out. The funny thing is, is that I have a husband who has an MBA. So right. I could make him do all for me. But then when I try to go do stuff by myself, I don't know how to do it. And so it's super frustrating. And so I've stopped asking him for help because at the end of the day, it's better for me to fumble my way through it and know how to do it than always have to get like roadblocked and have to stop and go ask him and wait for him to be a available to help. It's really like my accountability to my business has changed a lot. And to be honest, I, I like life coaching better than interior design just in general. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I, I think that's key, right? It's like fumbling your way through it. When you said that, I'm like, oh yeah, because that's what we're doing. Like we're fumbling, fumbling our way through it. And Jen, I know that you have to jump off, but Lindsay said something 
she said something about um, free clients, working with free clients. I'm curious to how many of you started with working with people for free. Jen, did you? I did. Yes, I did. When or what was the transition like when you were like, okay, I'm not doing it for free anymore. Now I'm going to become a paid coach. Because I think that for a lot of people who are listening is key. I'm trying to remember. I think as soon as I officially started my business and had the web, my website up and my podcast and email list, I offered a one month free promotion. And I had several people sign up and I coached all of them for one month. And one of them turned into a paid client. The other three didn't. And so that was the only time that I've done free coaching besides through certification and our practice. Right. So there's four people and one person turned into paid. Mm -hmm. So 25% conversion rate, Jen, that's pretty damn good. I've heard that. (laughs) I wasn't thrilled with that perspective because I was like a month of coaching. I don't know. It seemed like a lot of hours, but I think it was just my mindset. I wasn't prepared for how much work it would take for us to do for free and all the hours that it would take to produce the podcast and the email and all the things before I got paid for my work. I wasn't prepared for that. (laughs) I had unrealistic expectations about that. Now it's going to flow and build and build and build and then exponentially grow. And I know you got to jump off. So thank you so much for being here. I'll make sure that a link to your website and your podcast and everything is in the show notes and I'll continue with the rest of the ladies. But thank Thank you you so much. And we all just adore you, Kelsey, and appreciate all you do in your mastermind. It's amazing. And it's so great. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Lindsay, tell us, because you had some free clients initially, correct? I had free clients. And then I hit a point where I was like, I'm not doing free clients anymore. Everybody has to just pay me. And I did that for a little while. And I had two paying clients. But I heard a statement that kind of like changed my perspective. And and somebody said to me, like, are you just trying to run a business or are you on a mission? And For me, I went into coaching because I was on a mission. I was on a mission to change marriages and to help people who were struggling, trying to keep their marriages together and to help families. So once I, I heard that, my mindset changed and I reached out to a few people that I knew were struggling big time and offered them 13 free sessions of coaching. And they all took me up on my offer and After that, I started getting more paying clients. Like I just felt like the universe was rewarding me in a way. And I like that mindset now that am I trying to like be on my mission? Is this like my mission in life, my purpose versus just my business? Because it gives me like this sense of drive. I've had several free clients. I think I'll always have free clients here and there just because my mission is to help families and I'll do what it takes to help them. Yeah, that's amazing. It's going back to what Robin was saying about our why, always knowing our why. Yeah, yeah that's powerful. I love that. Thank you. And Ava, did, you had you worked with some free clients as well initially at the beginning. Yeah. What was that like for you and that transition from free into paid? Yeah, when I started, I thought, well, I need to practice. So I will offer free coaching. And well, I made a mistake with one of the clients because I said, oh, I offer free free coaching. We can have free coaching. This woman, she said, oh, that's great. So every Saturday I was giving her free coaching 
Mm -hmm. one to three times. So we did like 20, 20 sessions, 20 sessions. <laughs> because I, I didn't say until when or how many <laughs> sessions. <laughs> and I was feeling a little bit bad to say, no, it's over. Now you have to pay me. I learned as well about my, my boundaries and <laughs> what I have to do and how to manage this this situation. So, well, I, I did some, yes, I had some free sessions. How did you communicate to her that the freebies are done? I don't remember exactly, <laughs> but one day I said, well, you know, if you want to continue, you have to pay me because it's um, valuable. And she said, oh yeah, yeah, of course I understand. And then she didn't come back. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Again, she wasn't your ideal paying client. No, no, no. But she gave you a lot of experience in coaching. Yes, that was great. I had the same experience as, as Lindsay. One, one day I thought, well, I think my, my coaching is valuable and it's a way to honor myself, to, to charge for my sessions so one day I just decided no more free free sessions and I have paying clients now. So it's yeah. fine. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Robin, how about you? You do you had some free clients in the beginning? I have I actually still have free clients now. Like I have paid packages and that I promote and that people can pay for. But generally anytime someone comes into my sphere who just can't afford it, but they can see the need. And I yeah. always keep, you know, like a couple seats, I guess I would call it available to anyone so that I can just still be able to offer that. Cause same with Lindsay, you know, it's more than just the money that I make. It's, it's a purpose. It's, I want to help these people. And I was the same, even when I had the yoga studio, like I kept the prices below the standard price for yoga studio for that purpose. Cause I didn't want the amount of money in your pocket to be the barrier to getting the help that you need. Yeah. Yeah. So while I can't obviously give everything away from free because I still have to eat too. <laughs> yeah. I still like to um, keep my prices reasonable and always have, I'd say at least one person going who's on a pro bono, but I do, I'm very particular. I'm like, I, I'm offering you a six week package for right. free. I'm the same way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to go. You got to go. All right, Lindsay, thank you so much. Again, I'll put your website and your links and all that in the show notes. Mwah, thank you so much for being a part of this. Yeah. Bye, ladies. These are the lessons. I love that. These are the lessons that we learn as we start our business. We throw stuff at the wall. We see what sticks. And then we're like, okay, okay, that, oh, wait, that was, a, okay, that was a mistake. But okay, oh, well, yeah, that didn't work out the way that I thought. Okay, well, and then we build on that, right? And now it's like, okay, so now I'll offer free coaching but under these circumstances and for this amount of time, or I'll offer this under, you know, like, for example, I've had men who come to me and say, do you work with men? And now I don't advertise that I work with men. And typically I don't, but if I feel like it's a good fit and I can help him, then of course. And, and if I have room, because right now my wait list has just started, I have no more room for one-on-one -on -one coaching. So, so that feels really great. But if a guy came to me and said, Hey, do you want to work with me? And I had a spot available and I feel like we'd be a great fit. Of course. Because again, like my why is to empower more women. My why is to help wellness entrepreneurs step into their roles and make as leaders and make more money and grow businesses. And we need more wellness businesses out into the world. And, you know, if a dude came to me and he was like, hey, I need your help. I'd be like, all right, 
if it works, if it's a good fit, of course. So what would you say has helped you the most as you navigate this entrepreneurial journey? Ava, how about you? What do you think has helped you the, the most? What has been like their biggest touchstone or resource or what's helped you as you as been growing your business? Well, you helped me Aww. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's very yes. sweet. <laughs> I have to say that your mastermind is amazing. Aww. And every time I'm learning a lot of new things, it helps me to to be like, I don't know how to explain, to be in the skin of an entrepreneur. It's like, okay, now I can feel how it is and it's not so weird. So you are definitely a big resource and also some Spanish ladies that helped me build my my website. And But a mastermind, I would recommend 100% because it's like, more women that are in the same in the same place and with your guidance it's amazing so thank you thank you that's so sweet i really appreciate that thank you yeah it, it's a cool community but i also find that like you were saying it's like oh all these other women get it they're also going through the same thing i am you know it doesn't feel so lonely <laughs> yeah that's amazing robin how about you what are some of the tools and the resources that have helped you as you've built your business? Well, Ava absolutely took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> it's really, because your, your mastermind is just, it's, it's just amazing to be surrounded by all like other women that are in the same boat as us. So I, I would like, it's really about having a tribe, right? It's really about having those people around you because the business of being an entrepreneur, you're basically just failing your way forward. And if you don't have that tribe, that support to pick you back up every time you fall, then it, it can be a really dirty road, you know? I feel like I wish I would have had something like this. I think one of the reasons why I did create the mastermind, and thank you both ladies for saying that for our listeners. I did not pay them. I did not ask them to say that. <laughs> That's very sweet of you. I think one of the reasons I created it too is because when I was starting out, even 20 years ago, people didn't even really know what entrepreneurship was you know, you're a business owner or you're a CEO, but like entrepreneur, what it exactly what is that? And also, there weren't a lot of female role models either. So I feel like I wish I would have had a group like this when I first started out. And I learned so much. Yes, I'll come to the group and I'll do a training and we'll and we'll chat and we'll talk about our wins and we'll we'll do some coaching and and we'll strategize. But like I learn just as much, you know, from, from the group. And, um, yeah, I, it's just, it's just nice to, like you said, it's nice to have that community, have that tribe and have those other women who are like, Oh yes, these are my people. They get it, you know, and they get the struggles, they get the mind drama, they get it when I want to just beat myself up and they see my wins and they see my celebration sometimes better than I can and reflect that back to me, which I think is, you know, also really important. So thank you ladies. That's awesome. What's in store for 2023? Do you want to share maybe what some of your goals are or what you're working towards? Ava, how about you? What's 2023 all about for you? Well, I will continue with my business, growing my business and finding more ladies who speak Spanish that want to join to my program and continue working for the Life Coach School. This is my my plan. Yes. And so you, when you're working with women... It's a group program and they get one-on-one -on -one time with you as well, or is it all group? I have a membership 
So the membership is a group coaching and they receive group coaching and also many concepts and videos and many resources. And also I have a program that it combines the one-on-one with the videos, with a video course. So I think I have everything they want. Everything they want. Brilliant. Perfect. I love it. And it's all for Spanish-speaking women. Yes. Just tell me a little bit more about your niche. Tell me a little bit more about who who these women are. They are people pleasers because they, they want to have the love of other people. So they are always taking care of the rest of the people around, but not taking care of themselves. They sacrifice for other people. It's like, oh yeah, you know, because I'm like this, I'm so good and nice. So I I changed them completely. <laughs> I love it. I changed everything because they don't really see that like this, they are not attracting love. I mean, so they have to, to become self-confident and prioritize their own needs and love themselves is what they need. Yeah, before they love. can attract outside love, they have to. Yes. Yeah, beautiful. Love it. I love it. How about you, Robin? What's up for 2023 for you? Well, for me, I feel as though my membership is running fairly smoothly. So while there's still plenty of room for more people to be in the membership, which um, it includes the movement classes, as well as a group coaching session each week. For 2023, I'm going to start putting a little bit more of my focus on the one-on-one program, which is my Namaste Nutrition Program, which is um, yeah, about helping you reclaim your health and repair your relationship with food. And similar to Ava, I'm actually going to add in, I'm going to expand that program so that it also includes a digital course component so that when the people are coaching with me, they have more time to just coach and I don't have to do as much time teaching and instructing. They can just watch those videos on their own and then they'll have that much more one-on-one time for me. And I'm planning on expanding my capacity for that. So right now I don't have a ton of time for spots for that, but I'm opening it up in January so that I can get even more people. And the membership is included whenever you sign up for a one-on-one program. Yeah, that's similar to my mastermind. When people sign up to my one-on-one, they get access to the mastermind. So amazing. Unless you're a dude. Sorry, guys. Mastermind's only for women. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I love it. I love it. 2023, my friends, a whole new year. Any advice that you would give for someone just starting their wellness business, whether they're a coach or a fitness expert or a health practitioner or a yoga teacher. Ava, how about you? What piece of advice would you give to someone who's just starting out? I would say you don't have to be alone. Find your tribe, your people, and you must be patient because it's like planting some seeds and you need to wait a little bit to see how they grow. So patience and good people around you, a good community. Yeah, I love that. So, so good. Robin, how about you? What a piece of advice would you offer? I think similar to what I had said earlier in that protect the asset and you are the asset, right? So it's, it's taking care of yourself first, 
do not sacrifice yourself for your business because you are your business, right? Especially if you're like a solopreneur. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah. So just making sure to add lots of self-care in as you're going through the ups and downs on that roller coaster. And don't beat yourself up when things don't work out. Treat it as data instead of as a personal failing. It's like, okay, this didn't work out. One of the things Brooke Castillo always says is it's either math or drama. So (laughs) when something doesn't work, figure out the math first. And then you can, you can figure out the drama as well. Right. And it's, it's a lot of times we turn everything into drama and it doesn't have to be. Yeah. It's so easy because our brain's like, see, see, you suck. See, it's not working. Oh my God. (laughs) It's like, no, it is working. The very fact that we're failing, the very fact that we're moving forward, the very fact that we're making mistakes, the very fact that we're learning from them. That is, that's, that's actually evidence that it is working, but our brains are like, ah, and then again, like to, to Ava's point about the community and, you know, you're Robin, you're talking about the tribe. I think that is also why we need to surround ourselves from pe- with people who get it, because there's going to be people around us who have really great intentions, but they're going to be like, see, maybe this wasn't such a good idea. See, you're actually not really that good at this. See, nobody's going to pay you money for that. So also very, very important to surround yourself with people who get it, who love you, who support you, who understand, who've been there themselves as you go through that journey, because your brain is going to be like, you know, it's going to, is, is going to try and find evidence that it's not working as well as, and, and I'm not saying I'm generalizing, but there will be people, you know, for a lot of us, there's people around us who are like, mm, I don't know about this life coaching thing. I don't know about this. What you're going to be a yoga teacher? What you're not? You can't make a living doing that. It's like yeah, you can. They just don't know that. And a lot of times, it's a mirror up in front of themselves, right? Like you didn't follow your dream. You didn't do what you're passionate about, right? So when they see other people doing it, they're like, no, 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 that can't work. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies, this was so much fun. It was. Thank you so much for having us. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. I will get your your info, your Instagrams, your websites, all the things. I'll put them in all in the show notes. And I'm just so grateful that we could do this. And we literally (laughs) did this last minute. Like I texted these ladies (laughs) today and went, can we do a group podcast? (laughs) And can we do it today? And they were all like, I'm in. So I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. Thank you. And that's that just just another example of how important it is to have a tribe that supports you. Mm. You texted us and we're like, we're in, let's do this thing. Yeah. 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 It's very mm. true. That's so true. Yay. Well, on that note, ladies, thank you so much. Um, I can't wait to have you back. If we should do this every year. Yes, I'm in. We should. Right? Right. We should do this. <laughs> right? January, 2024. And we're going to be like, so where were we last year when we did this podcast for the first time? Oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to do that for sure. We got to do that. All right. I love you ladies. Thank you so much for being a part of this episode. I can't wait to see you on Wednesday for the mastermind. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And thank you everyone for watching and for your reviews and um, for sharing this with other women who need to need to hear this and maybe need a little extra encouragement or motivation or inspiration. Thank you for sharing this podcast with them. And I look forward to connecting with you again next time. Ciao for now. Hey, if you'd like a weekly dose of motivation, inspiration, and actionable tips to grow your business while managing all the things, then you need to get on my email list. 
just head over to KelseyMatheson.com to join my list. And while you're there, check out the awesome free content I give away. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share with other female entrepreneurs who need some love and support. And of course, if you haven't already, I would be so grateful if you subscribe, rate, and review my show on your favorite podcast player. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you next week. 